0: Hello. This is Gary Van Wormerdam with the Awareness and Consciousness podcast, and with Hi, me,
1: this is Ava Baronius from the Uncover You podcast. You do this kind of very official intro that I often don't do in my podcast, so it's a little bit new for me to like do the host thing. I'm Ava Baronius with the Uncover You podcast,
0: but it's good. It's, it's good. Official practice. formal. Yeah. I uh, I made it a thing. You know, yeah. and people people like have commented like I met him like Gary, your intro podcast. I always like wait for that.
1: You know, this is Gary Van Wormerdam, yes, with the late night hello. show. Hello.
0: hello, hello, hello. So, and then I do it. Yeah, I do it in my uh, late night FM DJ voice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be calm and soothing in my voice, and I don't know if that's been really good because a lot of people have said that they. Really, use my podcast to fall asleep,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know how to take that. Uh, so, so like, is this? It's uh, it's a silly question because in a way, it's a little bit. They use re- they, they, re-
0: they use my they use my book Mind Works to fall help them fall asleep too. So
1: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Okay so a question for you and this question is a little silly because it's a little bit rhetorical because I I mean I I, I know you on a personal level too. Okay. But then the question is like okay so this voice this this radio FM voice yeah. do you use that all the time also when you kind of go pick up groceries or like <laughs> is that your standard your standard tone. No.
0: No. No but I Learn to apply it sometimes if I want to shift the energy in a conversation then mm-hmm. or yeah if i if I want to drop down kind of what energy and emotion am I using to communicate yeah. to 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 radiate a particular energy. Yeah, but it's not no, if I'm going busier route it depends how busy I am when I'm trying to get done that day, then it's like runs up higher into my head. Mm -hmm. and you know if i'm like oh okay done with the day let's relax Then i'll drop it down lower or i'll talk to a client anyone's going with a client yeah i'd be like oh we need to slow way down Mm -hmm. let's soften everything Mm. and change the cadence of my voice and the tone and see if that has any impact on where they are to change their state
1: so i have a feeling that this became a really good segue into the topic for today huh oh did you just trick into that <laughs> no i think I, it just happened because i think i was go, i thought i was going on a tangent but the way you're describing it has very much to do huh with
0: you're you're pretty good at connecting dots even if you the, the even if it
1: looks like I'm just one
0: part doesn't know what the genius savant part's doing all the time,
1: <laughs> even if it just sounds like I'm way out in space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the stars are still connected. Mm-hmm. Um so the topic you probably remember is there's a secret ingredient to this relationship connection thing, yes, and I'm, I'm sure people-
1: seldom talked about or seldom covered if you go to your regular relationship course or Mm -hmm. yeah read a book about a lot of to-dos or a list of a template to integrate
0: yeah and it's hard to explain this secret ingredient so you go first (laughs) since you've already touched upon a segue please tell me more
1: well okay then let me use your example as an example
0: my slow cadence, Radio late FM. night, relaxing, put you to sleep DJ voice.
1: <laughs> and when you do it that way, yeah, now it sounds more, a little bit more like a mask. You took it a little like f- five steps further or something. L-
0: l- a yeah. s- little, little silly, over the top. Place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But what what's there? what i what i hear you and what i feel you doing because this is why it's hard to describe in words because it's really about experiencing it's really about feeling it's you're getting present you're getting consciously present with this moment with whatever is in front of you if that's a client that is going through something tapping into emotional reactions or trauma or or whatever it might be, you know, like, okay, let's be fully present with what is here. Which it's, it's a felt experience. Like for me, I'm shifting my energy when I'm doing that. I become aware of where my energy is at, where my attention is at. Like, has it been up in the head? Uh, has it been on to-dos and solving problems? And it's like it's my attention is taking an elevator. <laughs> That's how, this, this is how I imagine it sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. From my head, from the stories. And it's like sinking down into my body. And I'm feeling myself as being present here. And that doesn't mean that the stories or the mind shutter might go away. I mean, nowadays I can shift that. I can make that happen, but that's not so important. It's more about being present with them as well. It's like I'm dropping into the center of my being. And then I know that some of this is kind
0: of abstract, abstract Abstract language. Yeah, but But I need to. to, We have to. We have to try to give a map. Try to give a map, even if you don't know the territory.
1: And I need to start there, uh, and then we can we can take it apart. But it's like it feels like I'm dropping into the center of my of my being, Mm -hmm. and from there I can be present with whatever's going on inside of me and around me. In this moment, it's like being with reality in a way, a reality, not me, mean, meaning, oh, all these stories are true. These are real. <clears throat> they are reality. It's more like I'm being with the reality that they are there. I'm being with the reality of this moment. This person is reacting to me or I'm stuck in traffic or. This story is going on in my head. This emotional reaction, this physical sensation is here. I'm being with reality of what is present.
0: Okay. You're being with that, Mm -hmm. but what are the state you're in in relationship to it is you're not it. Yeah. You you just described a bunch of things going on, but I know that what you mean, all those things are going on but you're calmly centered in yourself while anything's going on within you or anything's going on outside. Yeah. And I, that's the, that's the, that's the consciously present part, because I think a lot of people is like, oh yeah, I'm totally aware of all the chatter in my head and the emotions and the frantic and the behavior. Yeah. behavior. Like, but they would say, oh, I'm consciously present because I know all this, like somebody who's self-conscious would say oh yeah i'm really Mm. self-conscious that doesn't mean you're consciously present
1: no no it's finding yourself in the eye of the storm
0: no and in the eye of the storm there's this deep grounded calmness that's just like has no story yeah no comment no opinion about what's going on
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's that's where you're sitting in the storyless, quiet, calm. Oh, okay. This is all here.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: Good with all this. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got, you're describing all the things that you can observe and feel and notice, but it was like, yeah, where are you relating from? You're like immovable calmness.
1: Exactly. And I think. Again, this is why it's tricky to talk about because I think when we have the experience, we create our own words around it. And we know that words cannot describe it, but we make associations to words. And that is why some people's words won't fit your experience. (laughs) But Because in a way, it really doesn't matter what words you use. But for me, the words... Is a magic spell. It's like it's, it's it's an association that you're making with a state that now you've made the association so that those words mean something to you. Yeah. So that's why I call it like, okay, at the heart of my being, those words might not mean anything for anyone else, but they do to me because I know what I mean with them. And that is exactly what you talk about, like that grounded calmness. For like you, at it's a
0: experience emotional physical nervous system present moment no story state
1: yeah and to someone who hasn't used those words with that state you know if i if i use 10 other words they might be like oh that one i know that one
0: (laughs) yeah well and somebody else you might say oh heart of my being is like oh yeah the heart of my being it's like so joyful and happy and just laughing and celebrating it's like well, okay, that's different a association. Diff- it's the that's a heart of your being for somebody else and the what that feeling expression, but it's jumping up and down kind of state. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, getting getting symbols of language, words to map to what you mean by the emotional state of mind and presence is like, yeah. you know, this is why I wanted you to go first. <laughs> no, I but like...
1: Yeah, I mean and I mean we can call it like yeah, it is a challenge, but it's also like as we're uncovering this, as we're exploring it, I see it also as something beautiful because it's it's like yes, use the words for your benefit mm-hmm. so it can activate the memory of it for you. But don't expect it to translate to anyone else, but but use it for your <laughs> mm. use it for your benefit. Use it as your magic spell. Like, yes, use your words um, to, to bring it into the experience. Because as mm. soon as I'm saying it, and this is not the only words that I use for it, but as soon as I say, like, oh yeah, I'm dropping into the heart of my being. Mm. It's like poetry for me. It's like a music, it's a piece of music. It's just uh, and it's calming
0: and big and expansive
1: yeah
0: it's it's got and and to me that doesn't being consciously present like that yeah you can do it with yourself with your own mind your emotions you can do it with a conversation with another person Mm -hmm. uh the crowd of a room uh While swimming or exercising. So it's, it's, it's interesting experience to do, like in a conversation with somebody. It's like right now, you notice some elements, the cadence changes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The pauses are longer. Yeah. My attention is much more about feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, my my awareness is like right now, mostly on just the sensation and feeling in my body, and very little about words. Um, so, and and if I'm if I'm talking to a coaching client or something, kind of a long conversation where I'm kind of having this whole energetic meditation internally, mm-hmm. listening to them, talking to them but a good part of my attention is on my own energy Mm -hmm. and what I feel and, and radiating that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And that, and that, that comes out in my words, that comes out in the tone and the cadence. So.
1: Yeah, there's, there's coaching and there's coaching like there's coaching from the head with a lot of strategies but it's like i know what you're doing because i mean i i feel it (laughs) and i know what i'm doing it's you're holding an energetic transmission or call it whatever you want to but you're you're sharing an energy you're sharing a consciousness with either a group of people in a group coaching or at a power journey at a retreat or one-on-one so this is not like being in the mind and figuring things out for them it's way bigger which takes it takes a toll and it takes presence and energy and attention and and effort it's an act of power doing that
0: and, you know, not every coaching session is likes it. Sometimes I see where a client is and I'm like, oh, they're in a story. Well, let's go make fun of this mm-hmm. belief and get them laughing about it. So they get out of their story. And so it's sometimes just like some trickery joking around, you know, but it's like, you know, and then I get them laughing and joking about it, but then I'll tell them, I'm like, uh, that was intentful. Yeah. Cause now you're not in judgment of it. And you're not victimized. It Cause you're laughing about it. And it's like, You know, so it's like some of it is trickery, but it's
1: with a (laughs) yeah, but it's also sharing an energy, consciously, yeah, Yeah. it's sharing a different consciousness, Um, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's that's some of the play and intentful and redirecting.
1: Yeah, that's how I see it too. Like my the coaching sessions or the teachings that I do. Like the tip of the iceberg is the fifteen percent that you see is the words and the. But it's like what I'm doing is working energetically in that session.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's 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 what I learned from Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought it was about what he said <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. What did he say? was the tape like? No. And mm-hmm. just show show up in the room. Even if I fell asleep, I wanted to, I wanted to be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I just if I fell asleep, I still absorb stuff. <laughs>
1: Exactly, be under that in the receiving end of that transmission. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. being around his consciousness. Yeah. Downloading as much as I could. Even (coughs) he was speaking Spanish. (laughs) I I knew there was consciousness and wisdom I was going to absorb.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what does this conscious presence have to do with relationship connection? As an ingredient,
1: yeah, it comes down to where are you relating from. If we've previously, in the previous episode, talked about like everything is a relating, you're relating to time, attention, money, you're relating to your spouse, to your kids, you're relating to your own internal stories to your emotional reactions, to sensations in your body. But now, where are you relating from? Are you relating from your own inner judge about what is going on around you and what is going on inside of you? Are you relating from the victim? Are you relating from the fixer or the hero? Or have you truly dropped in to this conscious presence? When you are relating. Because it changes everything. (laughs) And I mean, anything, any perspective that you change relating from will change everything. Like shift from the judge perspective Mm -hmm. to the victim perspective will change your whole experience of what is going on around you, what's going on inside (laughs) you.
0: Yeah, self-righteousness guilt and shame and fear.
1: So when I say it will change everything, it just means like, well, you've changed perspective. Any change you make in that where you're relating from.
0: Changes the experience. Will
1: change the experience.
0: Okay, so how does it change when you're in conscious presence?
1: Yeah, this is what's hard to put into words. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, because you're describing experience and like there's hardly a Map of words that will explain this territory. People know where they're at.
1: It's kind of where I want to say you have to experience for yourself, but uh, (laughs) that's hard to do in a podcast episode. So let's try and talk about it. It changes because you're not, you're no longer in the mind who wants to tell a story, who wants to give a meaning, and who wants to label things. It's like you're in the raw experience of it. Even before words, before meaning, before mind making explanations and agreements about what it is that you're experiencing. You're just there, just like you would feel the wind in your face and just like a tree you would feel the ruffling of its leaves by the wind. It's like you're there and you're experience experiencing what you're feeling in your body, what you're hearing, what you're smelling. I guess you could call it that you know, the power of now and the mindfulness, you know, you're right here in the present moment. Um, So it changes you out from relating from the mind with the meaning that the mind has given to these experiences into the raw experience of it. Was one big piece to it. Any any questions about that? Totally clear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally clear. Um, I think I think we're so busy thinking. Somebody said today, like, does it ever stop? It's like, yeah, it can stop. Um, usually, when it stops, you're so present with what you're doing that you haven't noticed it stopped. Like you're so engaged in something, you haven't noticed it stopped. And then you notice it stops, like, you, know, you start talking about it. It's like, oh, it stopped. Like, okay, well, now you're in it again. <laughs> um, I, one of the ways I think of it is, you know, we, we were conscious presence. We were born with a conscious presence. I mean, if you, if you see a, a, a baby, doesn't know language, doesn't have words, doesn't have, therefore, any internal chatter. And you see it when it has its eyes wide and it's just taking in the whole world. Mm -hmm. If you do that, if you can make your eyes like that, for me, I can stop the mind and it gets completely quiet and I'm just perceiving like big, big eyes and just all the light from every direction. And that's one way to kind of stop the mind and it's like access what it is just perceiving without labels, without words, without opinion. Yeah. And from that state conscious presence, then you can decide to, do, do I want to add language and description to this or not? You know, that's, that's a matter of having control of your attention and willpower. But, we all know and yet may not remember conscious presence. Okay. You may hear a piece of the song that just takes you into this quiet, beautiful feeling. You may walk into nature or someplace really beautiful and it's just like, <sighs> and the one mind is quiet and there's stillness and there's peace and there's calm and you're in conscious presence because you're not in the chatter of the mind and it feels beautiful. So, but there's ways to create that experience Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for yourself. There's ways to create that experience in conversation Yeah, that then you're having, (laughs) you can show up conscious present. You have a chance to meet heart to heart Mm -hmm. instead of ego mind, Chatter program to ego mind chatter program. Yeah, but we all we all innately know it. We've known it before we learn to talk.
1: Yes. So when we say, because a lot of people say this, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not able to do that. I got too much mind chatter. Like I can't, or I can't focus. I can't hold my focus. Yeah, it's it's again, it's it's a story from the mind that is talking, that is believing, (laughs) that it can't do it because it's already there. It's already there underneath all the layers of the mind.
0: The mind is saying that the mind can't do it. Exactly, which is the mind is talking that it can't do it, and absolutely can't. But conscious you, as conscious present, can do it.
1: This is this is I find those moments like the most hilarious when you realize like okay that's my mind talking and in a way it's asking me for help it's telling me the truth I can't do it and not until you realize oh that's not me talking it's a part of the mind that's saying I can't do it then you can step in and say I know you can't do this okay I'll help there's this
0: There's this. There's this bit uh, from one of the Carlos Castaneda books. Mm. That one of one of the the great tricks of the mind was to trick us into believing that we're it. Yep. You know, and the part that says, "Oh, I can't do it. That's too hard. Can't stop this chatter. I'll never figure it out. Uh,
1: I'm too broken. I can't mm. heal."
0: Yeah, there's something wrong with me. Like tricking us into hypnotizing us, that it's us that's saying that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that it's talking about us.
1: Yeah.
0: When it's not talking about us, it's talking about its own self-hypnotized program and conscious presence. When you wake up and you're like, oh, God, that's not really
1: me at all. Okay. So so that's why I think it's so beautiful. It just puts all its <laughs> cards on the table. It's telling you truthfully, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this, and you're like, oh, now that I see that, it's you talking. Okay, cool. I'll help. You don't have to know how to do that. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Where were we? Um.
0: What's it like, conscious what's, presence? What's, what's it, like?
1: it like? And and why that you is, you were why saying. Why is it important? Yeah, but you were also saying, and I I want to hear this, uh, like, yeah, you can create this for yourself consciously. We might not know that it's there. We might not know how to do it, but you can learn how to get to this.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know it existed, you know. (laughs) if If I can do it, anybody can do it. Miguel would say, you know, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Actually, it was more Spanglish. If I could do it, then you could do it. And if you can do it, then anybody, everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I think we kind of felt like we were, I, I know at some points you're like, all right. I think what he meant was, gosh, if Gary could do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Is that how you're was, was, Yes. Was one of the interpretations I made years later. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he might have meant it saying? that way. <laughs> If, I think he might have been even that Gary way can if, do like, it. if he's like, you know it's like if you if you apprentices can do it, anybody and everybody could do it.
1: yeah,
0: he might have been talking about the whole group. Um, I think we we have these superpowers of transformation and change. It's like we we do magical, powerful things to hypnotize when when you step out of the mind, you know, and you see. It hypnotizes us into powerless. I can't. I'm not strong enough. It'll never happen. Like tell yourself in repetition over and over again. It's like, I'm a chicken. You'll believe you're a chicken or get somebody else to suggest to you that you're a chicken. Mm -hmm. Get somebody else to suggest to you. You're not good enough. Do it at a young age. Get repetition. What's the matter with you? Were you stupid? Mm -hmm. You know, what were you thinking? You know, Mm -hmm. you don't deserve that. You know, it's like, we can't afford
1: that. Uh, You're not good at maths
0: yeah you know who do you think you are you know Mm -hmm. like so we got these suggestions from other people we remembered them. we've told ourselves over and over again so we've gone from being hypnotized to self-hypnotized and we're incredibly powerful in the way we do our magic that way
1: yeah
0: and we are incredibly powerful at disempowering ourselves making ourselves small and making ourselves weak and convincing ourselves it's not worth trying
2: yeah
0: and wow yeah, if we we're... put half the faith if we took half the faith out of that half of the 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 faith out of that and took it back
2: yeah
0: like power we would have and the capacity we would have and the trust in ourselves be like, we'd be laughing about the whole thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because the, the, again, the funny trick is that we're completely unaware that we have self hypnotized and that we're powerful <laughs> hypnotizers in that way. Like we, that's what we're doing already.
0: So, so, From that point of view, that awareness, like, yes, everybody has the potential, capacity, horsepower. How many are are willing to challenge their self-hypnosis? We were born with the capacity to, to be present and just perceive to just be aware and notice and then add language if we want to but we've mm-hmm. done it so often we just do it out of habit and we do it out of habit programs and belief programs and emotional programs and so uh the some of the tricks are is like you've got to break some habits yeah But that's fun. It's like breaking... You know, I I when kind of consider my job when I do is help break people out of jail. <laughs> Belief-limiting jail.
1: Sounds like a rebellion.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that always helped me too, to tap into the rebellious act of this. To rebel against the, the program. To rebel against... That way, meditation and becoming consciously present became a rebellion.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm disorganized. So, so what it is? What it isn't? How it's separate from the mind?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How it changes relationships?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we alluded to that. Because you can show up heart to heart. You can show up well to someone's mind and their belief systems and bring your heart to it, bring your presence, your empathy, your compassion, your spend time understanding their stories, their feeling, you know. Or if they're consciously present, can be present in their heart. It's like conscious presence, connecting with conscious presence. Now you have this different inner this different energy field in connection with them that becomes alive
2: mm-hmm.
0: and energetic. And the two mind ego chatter programs are like pause, quiet, set aside. And that's a different version. That's a consciously present relationship. I think we feel that when we first meet someone and we get excited getting to know them, our attention is so right there on them. Learning about them. But we don't have stories about them because we don't know them.
2: Mm.
0: But if we get to know them, now we have stories about them. And oh, they're telling this story again. Oh, I heard this story. I can't believe they don't remember they told me this, right? So we're in our story about them instead of with them. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. But I think we've all experienced consciously present with somebody in that excitement, getting to know them, and you just want to have your attention there. And you feel their attention on you. There's something energetic in that attention sharing. building the energy field between you and it's alive and often heart opening and can't stop thinking about them because you're feeling the channel even when you're not with them so we've had that experience and we lose it over time because we start having lots of stories about them and about other things. And we don't know how to consciously cre- create or maintain that channel. But we all know how to do it. We've just done it by accident. But you, it doesn't have to be an accident. You don't have to find a new person to fall in love with to do it. You can do it with somebody you've known.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: When you put the right attention in the right places. hmm But for me, that's what happens. What happens for you?
1: Yeah, I think... One of the things I feel when I have access when I'm aware that I have access to conscious presence and I have the tools and the ways to, to go there, what that has changed for me is that I feel more freedom also in relating because I see that it gives me so many more different options. Now, now I can play with things. I can play with being consciously present with myself in a conversation with someone else like oh what is what is how they're speaking to me what is like their tone their facial expressions or what they're talking about right now what is that bringing up inside of me so I can sit there and be present with myself and I can observe and feel Mm. and you know in the self mastery work we do a lot of that for 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 hunting and for inventorying and for understanding our Mm. beliefs but Later on for me, it also became, in a way, a healing right in the moment. Because if I can sit and be consciously present, if I can bring that conscious presence to a judgment or a belief or a sensation in my body, like, I'm feeling unsafe right now. Ooh, can I be with that? Can I let that be felt? Then the healing, the shift in that pattern can happen immediately so that's yeah,
0: it's, a tra- it's a transformative power
1: it, it's it is a transformative power yeah. so so that's so, so now i have that i i can do that i can sit and be with myself why someone else is, mm-hmm. is is doing their thing whatever it is that they're doing mm-hmm. and i can be present with myself or i can turn that attention towards them and if we're in a conscious relationship and we're both aware and we're both practicing this and we can have an agreement, whether it's with a friend over a coffee or we're like, we can allow for the other person to go fully into the experience of something. We can even allow for them to go fully into their story and what is going on for them and what they're experiencing and everything that they're afraid of or angry about. When it's done with presence, when it's done with awareness like that, and we say, yes, you can go there. I'm going to hold, I'm going to be the conscious presence for you
2: mm-hmm.
1: while you're feeling all of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so that, that adds a whole new level um, to, to both, I would say, to both level. people. It's like a level of of practice, a level of depth in that experience, both for the person that is experiencing all the anger and it's like because it's being met, that person is being met with non-judgmental presence, loving space, attention,
0: yeah, helping hold the space for all those emotions to be felt and all the yeah. to allow yourself you know, a larger range of emotion and still feel like a tether to. I'm not going to totally lose it. They're here with me.
1: Exactly. And they're getting a different experience that probably hasn't been modeled for them. Like, Mm -hmm. because inside of them internally, they have these conflicting voices and judgment. Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this or, or let's look at it from this perspective instead, or I should be able to accept this. Or so just someone sitting there being present and saying, you know, like, I hear you. I feel you. I love you. It's okay to feel all this. That is being modeled for them as well. Like, oh, this is a way I can relate to myself. Mm. This is the way I can relate to these parts of me. So it creates and recreates an experience that maybe we were longing to have when we were children. Or,
0: or a um, healing process. Yes. The person. Yeah. Okay, maybe this is too personal and maybe you don't want to go there. How does that change with you and your daughter as you've kind of come into these? these range of being consciously present with emotions and other people's emotions. How has it changed how you relate with her?
1: Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful journey in that, because as you know, with I think it's within all people, but it's, it's so obvious in children because they, they grow and they change and they move through these different development phases. So yeah, being consciously present with a 2-year-old is going to be different but being consciously present with a 14-year-old <laughs> and my my daughter is now uh, a teenager. So yes, I see it again. I get a beautiful reflection of where I'm not able to hold space with myself. When I see her going into stories or or a big rah, reaction about something mm. I feel inside of myself immediately huh if i'm if i'm not if i'm contracting if i'm like oh does she have to go there right now we're <laughs> you know we're in a hurry and da, 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 if all my you're, stories you're conscious,
0: you're consciously aware and present that like oh there's my story going off and yes. yeah so you're in both. Yes. Somewhat and going, oh, well, I got this as a response to her. Okay, let me.
1: I think that's what it is. That's what it's about all the time. Because when we, this is, again, tricky with words. When we tell people, when we talk about this, oh, you should be consciously present. I think 80% of the people We'll have a mind program that says, okay, let's go be consciously present. That's the answer. That's the outcome. That's
0: that's the... And my, mind will, and my mind will be quiet is the assumption.
1: Yeah, but like that's the target I should be able to hit. And no stories, no reactions should be going on. But it's actually not that at all. It's also about being present with those stories that will be showing up. So, yeah, it's...
0: When they show up and then after a while they show up less and less.
1: Yes, yes, they do because you're yeah. applying, you're meeting it with this conscious presence. You're you're growing, you're expanding your capacity of being with all these different experiences from that conscious presence. Yeah,
0: Be- space. because because you're growing conscious presence, because you're being calm and centered with yourself, does not mean the sto- the mind is completely stopped yet, and it doesn't, and and the world's still running in chaos, and other people are still running in chaos.
1: And, and you and are a work in progress. Through,
0: work through those layers of responses and till until those work themselves out. And then you're like, oh, okay, then less and less. There's reactions to these things.
1: That and there's always more to be felt. <laughs> there's more to experience. Like I think, in a way, like, yes, yes, the mind quiets down. Yes, your capacity to be here. But then a new layer opens up or a new pocket or or you go change careers or you have a divorce or you like something happens in your life that takes you to a new level of capacity where you have to practice a new level of capacity of, of being there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, uh, pandemic happens and... <laughs> Yeah. Life life will keep happening. So you get plenty of opportunity to yeah. to practice, to expand this capacity.
0: If you think of, you know, my uh Miguel had his heart attack and you know he was very consciously present there in the hospital. Yeah. His his son, this his son had a reaction and he was, you know, told him like go. Oh, go outside the room, put yourself back together. Then come talk to me, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I want to, I want to, don't want to go too far off track of what I was, because it was a third thing because your initial question was, so how is that for you? And it's like, it gives more freedom. And I want to give another example of how it gives freedom. It gives freedom with myself. Like it, I can be present with myself, what shows up. That was the first thing. And I can be present with the other person and give that them a different experience of fully going into feeling. But then, I mean, you now you can also apply it, like you touched on. Oh, conscious presence meeting conscious presence, Mm -hmm. and that gives yeah a whole different experience of connecting with someone, and for me. It gives a whole different experience of of relating in general. I mean it gives a completely different experience in relating to a tree <laughs> to me <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: It gives a different experience in relating in being in a in a in a place in a church at a beautiful powerful place in nature, and it gives a new experience in relating to another person who's also able to drop in there and being in their heart and creating a channel with them because now life is present life for me is like a it's a force it's like it's what put us here is what brought us into life in this expression so now magic can happen we we're so used to Thinking, believing, self-hypnotizing ourselves to believing that we need to make things happen from the mind. We're the ones making them happen. Let's move piece A to over here. And let's put piece B over there. Like, I need to make it happen. But when you're dropping into this state and both are there, now life can move through you. Like whatever needs to be felt will be felt. Whatever experience life wants to show you can unravel and you're not in the way with your mind. That is everything for me from mind-blowing sex to deep conversation and exploration or just gentleness and, and, and touch and softness and or adventures it's like
0: you feel it more intensely because you feel it directly experience (laughs) it directly instead of the mind telling you what the experience is which is just your experience in the story about it
1: and when you drop in there it's like you realize how desensitized is that the word in english
0: desensitized
1: desensitized thank you to life to feeling we've been when we're hanging out in our mind it's like all of a sudden it's like i can feel so much more and every moment is just it's like mm, the most beautiful thing yes yeah
0: it's very pleasurable so visiting friends and family in the past couple weeks Mm
2: -hmm.
0: eating the best food so good (laughs) like just to just to be tasting and just like present and fully experiencing every flavor some ice cream earlier so good i realized like it's a completely different experience like just if i'm just 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 with the food or if i'm thinking about something yeah i'm just with the food or i'm reading a book while i'm eating you know, if I'm doing anything else, like where my attention is, you know, it's like I I don't taste the food as well if I'm doing anything else, if I'm watching a movie or a conversation, or it's like God, like I'm missing the food. It's like there's this whole rich experience. Like it happens, the experience happens where your attention is.
2: Yeah,
0: and you could be doing something if you're not attention's not on, you miss the whole thing. You can miss a whole relationship, a conversation because your attention and your mind's wandering. Yes. You can miss think, an emotional moment.
1: Yeah, I think that's Lots an experience of, that many of us have. Like where did this day go? Or in, you know, we're just talking to our partners or our children about the logistical stuff ugh, from the mind and yeah, we feel like we're not there with them. Like we feel isolated from them.
0: So that's the direction to go. That's where we're gonna head in the workshop.
1: Oh yes. There the missing ingredients, some... the, the 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 important piece. Like you can do it try and do everything right in your relationship, but you might still doing it from your mind and you don't feel that deeper connection. Yeah.
0: So do we cover the challenges to get there? Or like we kind of did some of that already with self-hypnosis and yeah. the belief that you can, it's not possible that you have to like wake up from self-hypnosis or yeah, get back to your beginner mind of learning.
1: Yeah, and that there are some like really tangible, practical techniques in a way that in how you fine-tune your attention and getting back into feeling and things like that, that... It's like there are steps. It's not just something. It might sound when we say, you know this, like you you know about this no underneath lie. that you should be just be able to get there. Well, oh hell no. No, hell no.
0: <laughs> We're hypnotized not to go there.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. You need to practice it, huh? Like you, you need yeah. to like have help where to look for it and how to go there. And then you need to practice again and again and again. Okay.
0: Have to be deprogrammed from the mind chatter, yeah. yeah, and build new neural pathways. And there's certainly a science to doing that. That's requires part of its repetition and part of its attention and desire.
1: And what I'm feeling so excited about for this workshop is because we, we I mean, we have. People in our community, in our courses, practice this a lot in a way, and beyond the mind in the self-master course of like being present with what's going on. Mm. But here, but this, then we're practicing by ourselves. Yeah. And here, if you want to practice it in relationship, you kind of need to practice it with other people.
0: And here's, here's the other thing. In one way, I think it's easier to do it with somebody else. Yeah. It's easier to get present with another person because, A, we're conditioned to put our attention outward Mm. on somebody else. Mm. You know, we've been trained to pay attention outwardly and not pay attention to what we feel. But the exercises are about, yeah, you're going to pay attention to the other person, but I'm going to have you track, you know, what's going on internally at the same time. Keep it simple. So, so there's a hook in that conversation with another person that to, to, you know, we can use it to get consciously present. Um, And, you know, when you have the assignment, you're like, okay, do this thing and notice that, you know, it's like, it's going to trick your mind to pull you into it. Yes. So. We're motivated to like you know do assignments. We've been trained to do <laughs> assignments all through school and work and jobs. So it's like, but there's the the result is kind of in the byproduct. You're like, because if you tell someone, okay, go be consciously present, they're like, huh, I'm like no, it's like no. But it's like if we go go do this, as a byproduct, it happens. It's kind of this, and we've done this before. You know, we've done this with Tao groups and things like that. So mm.
2: it's
0: fun pulling this off. It's like this is this is a fun thing that i wanted to share it's a eye-opening like wow thing that i want to do for a while now
1: yeah and i think when you say you've you've you've, you've done it in teo and stuff like that but what i feel here is like it's very distilled it's very like broken down into the steps as the piece that is missing if you want that kind of relationship that you're looking I,
0: for i've done little bits of it yeah little bits of it yeah so we know it works <laughs> we,
1: know we know it, it works, works. So i like like we got to do this on a larger yeah.
0: scale more people need this
1: and one of the ripple effects of course like yeah when you practice with someone else like you said i think that's a brilliant point it's easier it's more tangible i can be present with someone else be present me being a part of myself, being present with another part of myself, it's more abstract. It takes more practice. Yeah,
0: that's harder. That's hard, yeah. that's harder to do.
1: Yeah. But when a ripple effect, when you practice with someone else, yeah. Now you've practiced it. So it will be easier to be to relate that way with yourself as well. Like yeah.
0: once you build that state of presence with somebody else, and in that state of presence, you get to watch your own mind then you're like you'll have a a reference for what that is to be present with your own mind and the chatter stories and not be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be a faster way for all of this. It's got potential. Let's we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. It makes makes me think like cuz talking about doing those workshops has made me think like what would the second workshop be what would we do next, and like we started writing out, like, well, we would probably need to cover this and this and this. And this is going to be the next level. Yeah. So yeah, the whole relationship connection has a chance for.
1: To do over a makeover.
0: The relationship do over. <laughs> make do relationship series. Make your relationships conscious and present, and yourself in the process.
1: Make relationships great again. <laughs> oh god yeah i just went there <laughs> did
0: you just did you just go there
1: Ooh. <laughs> i'm willing to just leave that there we don't have just to. we're just gonna yeah yeah we're just there. gonna draw it. leave it there and, and hang <laughs> out in the oh, sensations and maybe tension or the funny of it
0: i think i think it's it might all be a lot funnier from Sweden.
1: <laughs> yeah. It probably. Less,
0: less emotional charge if you're Swedish with that.
1: Mm.
0: There's some people.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Either I way. Mm.
0: That feels pretty good.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm excited about doing this workshop and, and, taking people into the experience of this and start practicing it because I think it's a lot can be done in an intensive like this. Yeah. Yeah. Experiences can be had and a way forward to practice this. And it will change a lot, both for your own internal process, your own work with yourself and in your relationships.
0: I know it's powerful. I've seen people use it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for co-creating with me. Mm -hmm. This channel of relationship and all the different channels of relationship.